This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 1st of March. Justin, Ukraine has been having intermittent power outages because of Russia's invasion. So now, Elon Musk, to the rescue, the crypto king has activated his Starlink internet satellites in Ukraine after Ukraine's vice prime minister asked him to via Twitter. It's all via Twitter these days, B-Man. Speaking of stars, though, the Aussie federal government is investing 65 million bucks in the nation's space industry to eventually send an Aussie to space. Mm. One small step for Australia here. Three gigantic stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first. Aussie buy now, pay later company Zipco has announced its not-so-secret plans to buy US buy now, pay later Sezzle just as the industry continues to see mass consolidation. So the rumours were true, B-Man. <laughs> what is the story? Okay, so Zip is an Australian buy now, pay later provider mm-hmm. and it started way back, 2013. And since 2020, the company's been on a bit of an acquisition Spree. Well, it bought US buy now, pay later provider QuadPay. That was in 2020. It bought Twisto, a Czech-based player that operates across the EU. It also holds big stakes in other buy now, pay later companies like Payflex, mm-hmm. Spotty, Tendo. So, you know, it does get around. Now, Justin, after months of spinning the rumor mill, <laughs> Zip has finally confirmed that they're buying Sezzle. And who is Sezzle? Sezzle's a buy now, pay later company that operates in the US and Canada. But weirdly enough, they're listed here. So now, Jazzy Boy, Zip's going to raise 200 million bucks via a share placement Mm. and share purchase plan to fund the acquisition. So what is the key learning here? When a company wants to raise capital for an acquisition, it generally has two main options. Now, it could go and borrow money from a lender. Or it could issue new shares in the company. And Justin, there are many ways a company can raise money on the share market. An IPO, if they're listening for the first time. A rights issue. A share purchase plan. Or a placement. And how does that work? Well, unlike an IPO, placements are only offered to a small number number of private investors. We're talking investment banks and their clients. Investment funds and their clients. Insurance companies. And it generally comes without a full disclosure document. AKA a prospectus, so it tends to be a lot cheaper. And my friend, a lot quicker to get the deal done. For our second story, BP is prepping for a $35 billion hit to its bottom line because it's planning to ditch a 20% stake in a Russian oil and gas company. Holy banana milkshakes, Justin. <laughs> $35 billion. This is big, but, you know, a necessary move from BP. So what is happening here? Okay, so BP is British Petroleum Company. They're a global oil and gas company headquartered in London. Now, founded back in 1909, would you believe, and they have around 19,000 service stations worldwide. And Brett, in Russia, BP owns a 19.75% stake in Rosneft. I.e. the world's largest publicly traded oil and gas company by hydrocarbon (laughs) reserves and production. You like my knowledge? (laughs) But after Russia's invasion of Ukraine, BP ain't Rosneft's biggest fan anymore. And by not a big fan, we mean they're exiting their near 20% stake in the company. And Brett, this move could cost BP around $35 billion at the end of the first quarter. Like we said, Fluxam, big, bold move. So what is the key learning here? The war between Russia and Ukraine could be a catalyst for the world's shift to renewable energy. How so? Russia is one of the world's largest energy exporters. It's the leading exporter of gas. The second largest exporter of crude oil. And the third largest exporter of coal. You know I'm all over the stats, Justin. Uh In fact, around 40% of Europe's gas comes from none other than Russia. So now, European countries are exploring ways to accelerate the shift towards renewable energy. And in the meantime, they're going to reduce their reliance on Russian gas. Mm. 
for our third and final story. Zendesk, the customer support company, has had to can its 4.1 billion US dollar acquisition of SurveyMonkey's parent company, Momentive. A major KB <laughs> on this deal, Justin. Tell me more. Zendesk creates customer service tools for companies. You know, like that live chat function that pops up at the bottom of websites these days. I do. And in October last year, they announced they were going to acquire Momentive Global. The owners of SurveyMonkey, the online questionnaire platform. We've all been hit with them. And B-Man, the deal was valued at 4.13 billion US dollars. And it was meant to help Zendesk expand past customer service to customer data. But in the words of Ariana Grande, the shareholder said, thank you, next. <laughs> yep, the shareholders rejected the deal. And now Zendesk said it's going to try to develop products that expand the platform themselves. In other words, Zendesk is going to build instead of buying. So what's the key learning here? As tech companies mature, they often face the age-old question of whether to build or buy. Buy means acquiring another piece of technology outright. You know, swallowing up an up-and-comer that may be <laughs> on a winning path. And build means developing the technology in-house from scratch. Now, as an example for you, Justin, mm-hmm. Gmail is an example of a pure build. It was built internally, tested internally, and then released to the rest of the world. Whereas Nest Labs is an example of a pure buy for Google. They had no smart home division and they wanted one quick fast, so they snapped up Nest. Now, there's no right or wrong way to approach this decision for fast-growing companies. But Brett, clearly, Zendesk's shareholders either didn't value SurveyMonkey as a company, or my friend, the price that Zendesk was going to pay, or the tech technology that SurveyMonkey was going to bring. Mm. Flux family, if you're enjoying the pod and you're enjoying being smarter than your boss these days, it's a nice feeling, I know. Don't forget to hit follow on this podcast. It takes two seconds. It's a great feeling, isn't it, Justin? Absolutely. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.